Hello everybody and welcome to this week's video and this is a special one because it's my birthday week. Happy Pisces season! Um, I thought that I would bring you a special reflective episode on the three top lessons that I have learned in my 33 years as a human being on planet Earth. Um, and I say three lessons loosely because I could write you a list of 3,000 lessons. Um, I would imagine they all come back to the same core points, but we'll see how this goes. And I don't want to be talking for too long because I could talk about this all day. I want to start with a funny story um, that I last week was with a colleague and she was asking, oh, I've just mentioned it was my birthday next week. And she said, okay, um, how old are you going to be? 33 and she said oh, I'd give my left boob to be 33 and quick as anything I gave both of mine to see past 30. It, it was funny it was a laugh we had a good laugh I have quite a dark sense of humor so does she it's that kind of uh, what was Brits are quite known for dry and finding humor in things that maybe aren't funny <laughs> uh, but it did make me then reflect like, wow, I actually did give a lot to be here at the age of 33, thriving in the way that I am. And so what can I learn from this? I mean, trust me to make anything, something funny and light, deep. That's one of my many talents. Maybe it's the Pisces in me. Um, but I wanted to bring you my three top lessons from 33 years and I've learned a lot of lessons. The first lesson is that hair grows back. A little story of losing an identity, of losing everything that I thought I was, of everything that I thought made me me, and actually then finding me. So this here is me when I was turning 30. Long blonde hair, pink chiffon dress. I planned my outfit because we were in lockdown. I was like, I'm making this special. My boyfriend at the time had made it really special. We were having an indoor spa weekend. We'd already cooked like a, um, because all the fancy restaurants were doing like a shipping. And so we'd done some really fun stuff already. And I had my pink champagne and my pink dress and my blonde hair and just like, just, I just painted the perfect picture uh, and in my external reality my life was like kind of blooming, my business was flourishing, my um, I was do I'd built a very glamorous life because that's what I thought I wanted so I'd built this glamorous identity, confident, um, fun, fancy, let's go and like I would <laughs> I would just, I loved it. It was so, like, I had a lot of fun doing it, but I thought that that made me a worthy human to be fancy, to have a glamorous life, to be seeing private clients all over the world, to um, have the diamond rings that I was designing be bigger and bigger and um, more money, more things, more handbags. Uh, better skin, better body, better, you know, be, do and have more all of the time. And where that left me actually was inside, I was filled with fear. 
I was having anxiety attacks, I was probably depressed, I was having unknown hormonal issues, and uh, like my, I had problems with my ovaries and still to this day don't know what. Um, and things weren't right internally, but I'd painted a shiny picture externally. Uh, and my coping mechanisms were kind of alcohol, shopping, um, personal development to make me feel better about myself. And I guess what I didn't realise that I was polishing a very nice shiny ego. I was polishing, um, I was very attached to who I thought I was because that is actually what personal development shows you to do. Who are you? What is your vision? And become so attached to that that that's what you live for every single day. In a way, this is the toxic side to personal development. Um, and that's fully where I was. So. I, when my life started to unravel, I was petrified. It was, I mean, this is enter the dark night of the soul. Um, I was diagnosed with cancer, the relationship fell apart. Um, well, I didn't say fell apart, that's dramatic. It just ended. Um, I lost friendships, I lost, um, some of my passions, my business changed. I decided to completely pivot my career, which I'm so grateful for. I mean, I'm grateful for all of this. I lost my hair, obviously. Not obviously, not everybody loses their hair who goes through cancer and has chemo, but I did and I didn't want to. And I remember the most pain I have ever felt is when I started to lose my hair because that was the realization for my ego that I was losing my identity. That was it, this is real, I have cancer, my life is never going to be the same again. Um, and there was so much fear and grief in that for everything that I had built to watch it start crumbling. So hair grows back. I did lose my hair this time last year. I had short, cute hair and now I have so much hair and I love it but this isn't really about hair because this is about finding who I am in truth and as the identity falls away as the ego falls away you will find something more true within you and that begins to shine through you don't need the long blonde extensions you don't need the designer handbags you just radiate truth you radiate love, you radiate joy. And within that, that is more empowering, more powerful than any of this stuff that you think you need to be somebody. And that is what I was so attached to. The more attached you are, the more painful, the more suffering you will go through when it is taken away from you. Um, and I say taken away from you, sometimes they have to be so that you can discover the truth. You can discover the truth of who you are and the truth of who you are is so much more magical than what you have been made to believe through your conditioning, through your programming. Um, and that's nobody's fault, right? But I believe that we're on this journey to lose our hair and have the truth shine through. Lesson number two, society knows nothing. Society especially knows nothing about success. Oh man, and this is where a lot of my fear, my um, 
anxiety was coming from because I thought I had to be this person, have these things, do these things in order to be a successful woman. I thought I had to be the power business woman. I thought I had to then also be like this beautiful queen um, uh, and fit and perfect and long blonde hair and nice body and fast runner and I thought I had to be all of these things. I thought I had to do so much, do certain things with like in certain places to be successful. I thought I had to have the designer handbags, to have the nice, like the nicest house on the nicest street in London. And without that, I'm not worthy. Like that's how we measure our worth and our success is like better, 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 better. No, it's bollocks. It's not true. And even even with a spiritual kind of, you have to be very careful when you start to discover all of this because the spiritual ego will also take over and say, right, well, I need to be doing this in this place. I'm, I have to be the best uh, spiritual leader in the world. And none of that is true either. It's just a different lens for the same conditioning, the same idea that success is only being the best, having the best, doing the best. And that's not true. Success is a holistic idea. Success is finding the balance within your life the never-ending finding of balance um, in alignment with your values. Your values and nobody else's. So you need to question your values. Like, are they your values or are they values that you've been told to have through society, through culture, through your environment, um, through your parents, your family? Like, what are your values? And you only can begin to know this when you start to do the inner work, when you start to ask questions, you start to get silent and still with the truth of who you are. And it's a journey you're not gonna wake up and know overnight. So it's finding your values and finding the balance of life that fits with those. Finding people who match those, finding places that match those, like if you want to be in a hot country, why are you in a cold country? Like understanding as well that you have the freedom to make all of this happen. And yes, we see a lot online of manifest your dream life and you know, anything is possible. But if you look deeper than the 10 minute meditation that you find, um, there is a lot of truth to this. When you look more into the quantum field, when you experience that I am within you there is truth to this but you have to find your own way there and it is a balance and it is a journey and it is not linear so that's number two society knows nothing you have to find it out for yourself and then lesson number three is that spirituality is reality I mean I imagine if you're watching this you identify as a spiritual person, or at least you have some kind of intrigue into spirituality. When I say spirituality, I don't mean witches, I don't mean tarot, I don't mean 
potions and spells and, and psychics and mediums and I do mean the unseen and I do mean something outside of the material reality that is our physical body. So if you've watched my videos for a while, you'll know that your mind is creating your reality. And obviously it's not just me that says this, but you'll know that your mind is creating your reality. So everything is mind and there is only mind. 95% of your mind is unconscious. So while you're creating your reality, you're not creating it consciously. You do not have free will until you begin to make the unconscious conscious, similar to what I just mentioned before. You have to go within your mind, within your patterns, within your programs, within your software to understand the truth of who you are. And then you can begin to have free will in order to consciously create your reality. So when I say spirituality is reality, I mean the unseen is the reality because we are energy. Like we just have to look to science. Science is proving what Eastern philosophy has spoken about for thousands of years. We are energy. Material, local reality doesn't exist. If we can't see it, if we can't perceive it, it doesn't exist. Um, there's that saying, does the if the tree falls in the forest and there's no one around to hear it, did it make a sound? Well, no, the tree doesn't even exist because there's no one around to perceive it. So the unseen is reality. And what we're seeing is, you can call it a simulation, you can call it an illusion, you can call it what you like, but you know, it's all being created by our mind. It's all being created by the one mind. And when you begin to understand this is when you begin to truly connect to your power. And we're all conditioned to live a life solving problems out here, which is where I was for 30 years. Control, like trying to solve problems, get more, have more, do more, be more. But it wasn't until I had all of that taken away from me and I was able to go deep to look at the problems from a different lens and see where they were arising from within me, within my energy, within the unseen. Why were these things happening in my life? Um, what was I being called to learn? It was only when I could connect to that and go deep within that, that I started to access freedom. And freedom is what I believe everybody's searching for. Freedom of suffering. Freedom to live the life that you know that you're here to live because life can be beautiful. And the only way that you're gonna get there is by understanding that there is more than your physical body and you are more than your physical body. You are more than your material possessions. You are more than the house that you live in. It's all created internally. If your internal world's a mess, your external world will reflect that. So this is where my journey with meditation has been so profound because meditation getting silent going within has really helped not even like i don't even consciously solve problems things arise and they get solved things arise and they get solved I, yes i may have to take action but it's an internal alignment it's not a i need to do this do this do this there is an internal shift that needs to be made so when so spirituality is reality you must work on the internal world before you work on the external world. It's both in, in conjunction with each other. It's a balance. So 
for you to be truly fulfilled, you have to have a relationship with your inner self. You have to be, get to know your true self beyond the ego, beyond the thinking mind, beyond the who you think you are and who you show to the world in order to experience fulfillment, freedom, bliss, peace, true, deep, beautiful, magical love, you have to first have a relationship with your unseen self. <sighs> like I say, I could talk for hours about this and I'm not going to, um, but from my experience, these are three of the deepest lessons that have helped me change my life, helped me evolve and transform over the last three years from 30 years of kind of faffing around in the external world trying to uh, polish my persona and polish the shine, show the world my shiny facets. I didn't look inside and now in the last three years I have been given an opportunity to look inside and when you begin to look inside you experience the magic that is here for you because it's all within you and there is only one mind and as we work on our magic as we work on our internal guess what it affects the entire world it affects all of consciousness because we're all just a microcosm of the macrocosm just floating around experiencing life and life can be beautiful it can be enjoyable, we can make change. But the only way that we're ever gonna make change is by first changing ourselves internally. Un unfulfilled, unful happy people do not start wars. Fulfilled, happy people do not hurt others. Just think about how beautiful this world could be if we all started to work on our inner selves. Like, what could, what magic could we see? Okay, I'm gonna leave it there because like I could ramble for ages and I have shit to do. Um, so thank you for watching. If you enjoyed this, please give a thumbs up, hit the subscribe button. If you have learned any lessons um, that really stick out to you as I have spoken about this, please leave a comment, let me know. Um, and I have one offer for you today and that is if you want to go deeper into your unconscious mind if you want to discover who you are in truth i have a free higher self meditation for you it's in the link in the description and following on from doing the meditation you'll be sent a series of emails that help you uncover who you are in truth and work with your unconscious mind based on eastern philosophy neuroscience and jungian psychology this is what i um the this has been the basis for my personal transformation and now the transformation of my clients and what I offer to you. So go download the meditation, enjoy the meditation, take what resonates, leave what doesn't and go forth on your exploration of life and yourself. And I wish you a beautiful day. Mm -hmm.